You know, you're such a fucking lady, right? Hey, ladies, you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, she only really hosted by Miss Brownstone. Really if you, you are boys. new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You got to get into some juicy And she told me that she make them come fast. Why you acting like that? Today's episode is actually entitled, <laughs> Do You Believe What You Say You Deserve? And um, as always, I tell y'all how the episode came about from Inspired and Blasey Blasey. This episode was actually inspired by um, one of our sisties. It is a Her Notes. I was supposed to put this out a long ass time ago, bitch. But like I said, my DMs be losing, bitch. So I'll be screenshotting, I'll be forgetting, and blah, blah, blah. But she recently hit me up, and um, all of our old messages popped back up. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's do this. So, yeah, let's get into some things, shall we? Let's read this DM, honey. All right. So it starts off by saying, okay, so I DM'd two months ago, and a lot has changed since then. But I, but I have a lot to tell you, so this might be a lot, okay? Basically, I broke up with that attorney because he was older than me and was kind of just pushing the relationship and wanting kids and shit, and I'm 20, and it was scaring the fuck out of me. I still talk to him every every few months, but I got back together with my ex a few months ago, and honestly, he was applying pressure at first because he got a new job, was taking me out and making sure I was good, and was saving for a car. But recently, he started smoking like 10 times a day. Just started eating and laying around. Quit his job, and he's chasing a basketball dream. That's not going to happen for him, because he doesn't have the drive or discipline, to be honest. This bitch said I got the whole thing. <laughs> but on the other hand, I have never felt more safe with a man in my life. Like, sure, he's most deaf, not giving me the life. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Like, he knows exactly how to make me feel safe and love the way my cancer ads needs. Okay, cancer gang. And the chemistry is a bomb, but I wouldn't say I'm stigmatized. It's like the way he babies the fuck out of me and makes me make sure I'm good. Sure, he doesn't do it with money, but it's just, the, it's just this way he has with his emotions. He listens and loves in a way no other man has ever done. And we laugh so hard together and have fun no matter what we do. My friend thinks my friends think that he is a absolute bug. But <laughs> but they love his ass so much, like they think he is the sweetest, best boyfriend on the planet. Because although he doesn't do the big things, he Death does the little things. That 
and say, I have lost myself the past month. I'm so invested in him that I have neglected myself. I don't do the shit I used to do for myself anymore. I don't spend time alone. And when I'm working, I'm always with this. Oh, and when I'm not working, sorry. When I'm not working, I'm always with this man because he's like my best friend. But I keep thinking about how much better I could do these days. And all the shit I want from a man that I don't ever see him giving me. I don't think he will ever be able to provide the way I want it and the way I need. I'm deserving, or the way I know I'm deserving of. And it's turning me off now. Like my rose tinted glasses are coming off and I'm kind of just seeing him for how lazy he is. I want to be with someone who takes me out and knocks out my Christmas list and drives a fucking car. But I don't know what to do because I'm so codependent and so is he. I love the fuck out of this man. And although I do want, although I do want it to end, I can't imagine how sad I will be without him. I can't imagine him with anyone else. And I feel like I don't have the emotional legs to leave yet. She said, I ain't got no legs, bitch. <laughs> I don't know how to go about it. I try motivating him and inspiring him. He's not going to change. I want better, but it's going to break me. What do you think I should do? Girl. I said, hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> what you say? I'm sorry. I had a moment. All right, y'all. <laughs> that was the story. Now, let's get into some things, shall we? It's so many things that I feel like needs to be touched on from um, this episode. And I just want to say, um, we all been here, right? And I feel like when we do certain things, there's always a deeper meaning to it. Like, we just be thinking we just be doing shit out the pressure of our ass. But, like, no, honey. Ooh, excuse me. It's way deeper than that. All right. So, I want to start off where you said that you were dating the attorney. He was an older guy. And he was ready, you know, for kids and marriage and shit like that. And it scared the fuck out of you. Um, I, I, I feel like we have to understand that if you're 20 years old and you're dating someone older than you, like, and I'm not talking about, no, 26, you know, you 20, he 26. I'm talking about, like, you 20, he 30. He got, like, 10 years on you. You get what I'm saying? Um, Or 35 or something like that. You have to say that at that age, you know, most men, not all, <laughs> um, they hit their 30s and they be trying to settle down. Let's say a fuck nigga. You get what I'm saying? And this guy was also um, financially stable and he was an attorney. You get what I'm saying? So you kind of got to, like, no, in that mindset, like, yeah, he was ready to he was ready to be way more than just a boyfriend or a sugar daddy or a good time. Like, you get what I'm saying? Um, so I, I feel like it has to be deeper than why why it scare you. Because that's the conversation that y'all could have had. Like, look, I'm twenty years old, you know, I have I ain't even turned twenty one yet, I haven't even been to the club, like, you know, I'm not ready to have kids and everything like that, but you know, um, spend, you know, getting married or, or still dating and taking my time. I'm down for that. But at 20 years old, no, I'm not looking for marriage. I feel like that's something that could have been talked about. I think it was way deeper than why you, you ran away from that. Um, only you know the answer. But what I can say 
is that a lot of women who say they want a certain type of guy, when they get that guy, they realize it's completely different than dating the man-mans and day-days and the bum-bums, okay? <laughs> than dating the dusties. You get what I'm saying? And um, that is might have been what scares you. Who knows? I don't know. Now, ask for your dusty as uh, a boyfriend, hopefully going to turn ex again. I want to know, what is it that made you spin that block? And that's the thing, too. We don't like to talk about it, but it's reasons why we do that shit. What made you spin the block and go back to somebody from your past? And I think we never want to admit the real reasons is, but I know me personally, when I have done things like that, especially if it's a dusty, <laughs> when I have done things like that, it was because I like the attention and I like I don't like to start over. You know what I'm saying? If if this shit go left with James, I know I got this shit I can fall back on. Sometimes I just call the ex just to give me validation, just make me feel better um, about maybe me and James not working out. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's the, it's the attention. And um, I also believe that your partner plays a big role in who you become. And if you, I said this all the time, if you hang around non-broke motherfuckers, you're bound to be the 10th. It's not rocket science. It's not brand new. It's just it's proven that this is what it is. So if you are dating somebody who clearly is stagnant, you know he had a job, he quit that bitch. Now he's laying around on the couch and shit, smoking blunts after blunts, and it's not doing anything productive for his day. Not even working towards his future. Talking about he want to be a basketball player, baby. Who baby? You are not in high school no more. You get what I'm saying? Like, how are you about to how are you about to get seen by these scouts? You get what I'm saying? Like, what is he doing to 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 get this basketball career going? And then I think also two people understand like you don't just jump right into your dreams. You still have to work. You still have to have some type of income coming in. You still gotta like keep your you know keeping my head above water. Okay, good times, bitch. Making a way while you can. So to just oh yeah, I'm a basketball player. Like that's rare. You tried it. Um, so it's just like all these things that you're saying now, you already knew before. That's probably why you wasn't with him. You said, oh, now he got a new job. You thought he changed. No, motherfucker. He did not change. He's the same bum ass nigga. So my problem isn't like with him. My problem is with you. My problem with you is that you need to really sit down and ask yourself, why did I double back? What made me spin the block, bitch? What made me do donuts in the street on 14th Ave to get with this nigga again after I already know that he a fucked up ass, ain't shit ass, bum ass, lazy ass, wanna smoke 10 black and mouths and three blunts a day, ass, not wipe his ass, lay on my couch ass nigga? Like, what made me wanna do that? <laughs> like, for real. What made you wanna go back? It had to be because you was feeling some type of way about the thing with the attorney not working out. And you was in your feelings. You get what I'm saying? And I think the other thing we need to touch on is like, you're saying he's such a good guy because he's there for you emotionally and he listens and all that other stuff. And that's really great. Like, I mean, you want somebody that you have a bond with and that you love and who listens to you and caring and treats you like a baby and nurture you and all those things. But those traits, no shade with it, no shade with it, are feminine traits, you know, nurturing, caring, support. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. 
carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You know, loving like that. Those are all feminine traits. And I'm not saying that your man shouldn't be loving to you and shouldn't be nurturing. But I'm saying that you love the feminine side about this man. But the masculine side about a man with him being a provider and a protector and showing up and showing the fuck out and living to his purpose, he doesn't have that. So you might as well be dating a bitch. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you got to be aware of men who are not where they want to be in life and who can't offer you anything that a man is supposed to bring to the table, they're always going to be thriving in their femininity. And that's what you're loving about him. You're loving the fact that he is the most sweet and loving and caring person there is. But you can get emotional support. You can get somebody loving on you. You can get somebody being affectionate and also get a real man, okay? I want a real man. You can get you a real man, sis. You don't have to just settle for this. You know what I mean? At this point, you might as well be dating a dyke. No offense. No shade, but no shade. Actually, dykes provide way better than niggas. I'm just being honest. But, um, you know, don't cancel me, bitch. I'm just talking my shit. Capital P, I pop my shit. But, um, you know, that's the thing you got to realize. Like, men who who are not being who they're supposed to be as a man and not showing up and showing out and taking up spaces and providing and protecting and you know, being doing manly shit, they are always in their feminine. They thrive magnificent in those um, areas, right? But I think we need to stop thinking that we can't have both. That's why I said this episode is entitled, Do You Really Believe That You Deserve What You Say You Deserve? Because you had a chance to get the guy that you wanted. You wanted a man who provides for you. You had it. You had a whole attorney. But it got too serious, so you got out. So the question of the day is, somebody's texting me, y'all, sorry. So the question of the day is, you know, what is it about, like, what couldn't you have talked about with the attorney? Like, it was, it couldn't have been an end-all, be-all at 20, you got to birth off some motherfucking kids. You get what I'm saying? I think that sometimes we say we want something. I don't know if I'm making any sense to y'all. We say we want something, and then we get it, it's like, but do I deserve this, though? Like, is this out of my motherfucking league? It's like, what the fuck? How did I get here? Like, so we try to sabotage it the best way we can because we can't believe that we don't believe that we're deserving of it. You know what I'm saying? There's like a girl who gets with a good guy in a healthy relationship, but she's so used to being the toxic one that she tries to sabotage that shit because it's like, there's no way in hell this could be so perfect. There's no way in hell this could be so healthy. Like, me? Who? Me? I didn't earn this. You get what I'm saying? But we really have to start the program myself. Like, no, I deserve nice things. And I deserve a man who could knock off my Christmas list. You get what I'm saying? I deserve a man who has a fucking car. And I deserve a man who can be there for me emotionally and financially. Um, I deserve a, a man who shows up and shows out, who's walking in his purpose. I deserve a man who's not going to be a fucking leech. Um, I deserve a man who who has ambition. Like, if you stay fucking with this nigga, I don't know, like, this was months ago when you sent this. I think you sent this back in December. It is now July, bitch. I know you, like, really proposed. You took this long to respond. Bitch, I've been busy, okay? Life has been lifing, all right? Chat, let me tell you. Life has been lifing. Y'all seen, y'all seen the progress. Y'all seen what I've been doing in a little bit of months, all right? I might not have been on here as, as um, consistent as a bitch should be, bitch. 
But um, I've been putting in the work behind doors, behind closed doors. Okay, y'all see the YouTubes? Y'all see the fucking YouTube? Y'all gonna see the collabs coming? Like, come on, I've been doing my thing, blah blah blah. But anyway, um, it's now it's now July, and it's supposed to be a high girl summer. I'm hoping you not still fucking around with this dusty, cause girl, girl bye. Okay, <laughs> I hope you not. Like I said before, if you hang around nine broke motherfuckers, you bound to be a ten. I just feel like it's a reason why you double deck. And only you know that reason. You know, we all have a shadow self. You know what I mean? We all have that 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 part of us, the dark part of us, the part of us that that you know, the bad part, the 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 the, the part that we don't want to show everybody. That um the part that might love the toxicity, the part that might um, you know, uh, you know, uh can't really or don't really believe we deserve certain things. We all have that part and that might be who your ex taps into. You get what I'm saying? Like, whatever the reason is of why you did it is why you did it. You know what I mean? But you have to really start to tell yourself, like, I deserve this type of man. You get what I'm saying? I deserve this type of love. And it's not an end-all, be-all. It's not that you can't have love and you can't have stability. You can have both. And you shouldn't lower your standards um, to be with anybody. You get what I'm saying? And I think that we need to learn from this episode is no matter how much women try to make it seem... Um, that it's not about the money, that it's not about what a man got going on. Um, I'll be with him if he had, if he didn't have a pot to piss in or whatever to throw it out of. You go be with them niggas. You go date a bum who ain't got shit to offer, but he love you long time. I'm telling you right now, at some point you're going to grow to resent him. And that's exactly what this girl's doing. She's not telling him that she feels that way, but she feels fucking drained. And then you're saying you're no longer yourself. I bet you are no longer yourself because you're taking care of a grown ass man. You know, you left the attorney because you didn't want to have kids and then you picked up a child. I mean, that's crazy. A grown-ass child at that, you know? Um, we have to start to make a list and really prioritize what's important. You know, this looks important. You know, I, I mean, it shouldn't be when it comes to man. Men are not supposed to be cute any fucking way. But, you know, like, is looks important? Is sex important? Is, is emotional support important? Is, um, you know... Finance is important. It's provision important. It's him protecting important. You know, uh, we gotta start making those listen and really crossing them off, checking it off, checking it, checking it twice and crossing it off. Okay, like it's Santa Claus, bitch. Because if you don't, you're gonna end up in situations like this where you are tolerating something because you feel like, oh, he's my best friend and he's there for me emotionally. You can get that in a friend, but that's not what your man is supposed to be. All like a hundred percent, all of that. You get what I'm saying, like. Your man is supposed to be there emotionally for you and love you and care for you and all of those things. But your man is also supposed to be a fucking man at the end of the day and provide, you know. And it's not just finances. Like I said before, you provide more than just finance. You provide emotionally, spiritually. Uh, you provide guidance. You provide physically. You provide financially, you know. But just because somebody, he's only providing in one area. And that's emotionally. And if you need someone... To be there so much emotionally for you. You have good, good girlfriends, okay? That's why you talk to your girlfriends. They're there to support you emotionally. But your man is supposed to do more than just that. You get what I'm saying? Um, you never want to let a man get too comfortable in the role of thinking that, oh, you know, I'm there for her emotionally. I'm her shoulder crying. I'm her best friend, this, this, and that, or whatever. But I never have to show up how a man's supposed to show up. Because like I said before, for all that, you can date a girl. I mean... It's, it's double standards, and people don't like the fact that it's double standards, but this is the way the world is operated. You know, like, this is this is the way... Child, what's wrong with me? 
This is the way things are set up in the world. And that's just what it is. Women are not treasuring a man who does not provide. Women are not about to... It's but so long you're going to want to be with somebody who can't do nothing for you. So, the question of the day is, um, what should you do, right? And before I even say what should you do, I want to touch on the fact that you said you tried to motivate and inspire him. And, you know, and that's the thing about women. We... That's our thing, okay? We want to motivate you. We're going to inspire you. We'll be your cheerleader, bitch. We're going to give you support and all that stuff. But I think at some point, women have to realize that if it just ain't in a nigga, it just ain't in a nigga. You get what I'm saying? Like, what are you motivating and inspiring? His dust? Because he never came to you with a plan. He didn't come to you with a plan. Oh, I want to be a basketball player. But what's the plan? I think a lot of women would not have a problem with thugging it out with a dude if he had a plan. If you had a plan and a vision and you said, you know what, babe, I want to be a basketball player, but right now I work at motherfucking Buffalo Wild Wings or some shit, and I'm going to work at this these amount of days so I could play for a motherfucking coach to help me become a basketball player or so I could attend motherfucking, I don't know, basketball coaching uh, training or, I don't summer program. I don't know what they got going on. Um, I do feel like if you out of college at this point, your time is up. It ain't happening, Captain. Um... But, you know, whatever it might have been, he should have came to you with a plan. He's not even showing you a plan. He's just laying on his ass. You get what I'm saying? And that's an issue. That is a big, big issue, you know? And you can care about somebody all day and all night and love them all day and all night. You know, love is unconditional, but relationships have conditions, you know? And I think he's not pulling his end in what a man is supposed to do in a relationship. And that's why you're disgusted. Because you have an idea of how you think a man is supposed to treat you and what you're supposed to have and what you're supposed to get out of it and how a man is supposed to show up and fill up these spaces. And he's not doing it. And you also got to understand, too, like, once you come from, you know, a five-star dinner, bitch, you know what I'm saying, um, or a seven-star hotel, you don't want to go and sleep at a motel, bitch. You know, you just dated a man who was able to provide for you. And the last time we spoke, you seemed very happy, right? And, um, you know, who was also there emotionally for you too because if he wasn't, you wouldn't have been there that long, right? So you just had the crim dollar crim, you know what I'm saying? But you just wasn't ready to have kids or whatever, which I think that could have been discussed. But you wasn't ready to have kids, right? So when you go from dating someone who treated you a certain type of way and giving you what you need, okay, you don't go back to dating little boys, bitch. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, that's crazy. You're supposed to always fuck up. Fuck up. Y'all hear me? You don't fuck down, all right? It's like once a nigga open the door for one type of man, you ain't never supposed to go back down. Like, you feel me? Like, come on now. That's crazy. It's crazy. So you just went from a damn attorney to a professional couch sleeper to Mr. Potato Head. Like, that's just sound crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, um, my advice to you, what you should do is cut that nigga the fuck off before he take up too much of your time. Because next thing you know, you're going to be putting all your energy and try to get him to be who he, who you want him to be or who you see he could be and try to motivate him and inspire him and put that battery in his backpack and try to make him be a better man. And you forget that you're supposed to show up as a better woman for yourself. And sometimes, like I said before, when you stay in them environments too long, you start to think that that is your norm, okay? When you stay in environments... Where, where, um, what's the last thing? When you stay in environments where men give you the bare minimum or don't give you shit at all, 
um, and you have to take care of these men, you start to think that's how men are supposed to be. And you start to think that that's all men, you know what I mean? And you think that that's the normal, that's the norm. And then when you start to date somebody else who might not be um, the best uh, with you emotionally, but he's learning. He might not be the best communicator, but he's learning. You know, he might not have um, the things that you need in the emotional department that this guy's fulfilling, but he's fulfilling other things. Then you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? So just get out of there while you can. I don't know if I'm making any sense here, but just get out of there while you can. Do not waste any more of your precious time and your youth on the dusty. Because my thing is, you so you so worried about not having kids by the attorney. You you laying down with this man who, who what, smoking, smoking mouth, smoking mouth, smoking blunts. And um, playing video games and want to be an inspiring basketball player, but is too busy laying on his ass and don't have a job. And you know, and you're working and you coming home and seeing this man. I bet you he's knocking you down. Like he's probably having the you're probably having the best sex of your life because he doesn't have nothing else he can offer to you, and he got nothing but time on his hands. So y'all probably having sex all day and all night. You want to be so codependent enough under him. If your ass get pregnant by this motherfucking bum, you're gonna be even mad. You, I'd rather be pregnant by the attorney than Dusty. Because he can't give you shit but dust. You know what I mean? Like, you think if a baby come, he gonna, like, miraculously get up off that couch and get a job? Ha! The devil was a liar. So, you know, um, I think he was worried about the wrong thing with the attorney. I think that that's something that could have been discussed and talked about. Or you could have easily just tricked that nigga. You could have been like, okay, baby, I would love to have kids. And da 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 We're gonna try and then take a fucking birth control, bitch. And just, oh, I'm just not getting pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And just riding that motherfucker out until you feel like you wanted to have a kid. You didn't. You don't have to rush it. Like, you could have had the conversation and told him, listen, I'm not ready to have a child right now. This, this, and that. And then if he would have kept trying to bust the issue, bitch, take some birth control. Now your ass ain't getting pregnant. And you could get everything you wanted. You get what I'm saying? And then you could have been getting your money from him, stacking that shit, investing it into whatever you wanted to invest in. You get what I'm saying? And then got married and a whole shebang bang, bitch. And then once you got married and you living your best life, whenever you ready to pop out some kids, you just hop taking the birth control. It's like, oh shit, babe, your thing working. I'm getting pregnant now. Like, I don't fucking know. Bitch, use your imagination. Like, <laughs> not lose your imagination, but use your common sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes no sense um, to go backwards in life. And that's what you did. You went backwards. But the good news is that whatever you did to get him from the beginning, you can, you know, get the attorney, you can go back and, and do that again. But I do want you to actually sit down and ask yourself and write this down. And I'm big on writing. Uh, write this down. What made you double back? What made you double back? Because when you when you go back to exes and you go back dealing with them situations, it's go, something's going to remind you of why you stopped fucking with them. And if this isn't it, bitch, then whatever it was is going to show up too, ten times fold. And now you're going to be sitting here like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So me personally... I say leave the nigga alone, um, but this, this episode, this, her notes came in in December. It is now July. My bad, my mic, I don't know what the hell just happened. Um, but yeah, this, her notes came in in December. It is now July, so I'm hoping that you are not, um, dealing with this man anymore, okay, honey? But, um, I'm about to close this out, and I want to leave you with this clip, and then, um, that's gonna be that, alright? So, let's play this clip, and then I'm gonna close this episode out most important decision you will ever make in your life after choosing to believe in God is the mate you choose to spend the rest of your life with. Mm. Your mate will either inspire you to grow into your greatness or they'll confine you to complacency. Mm. They'll either be your other half or they'll make you half of yourself.
The Honorable Minister Louis Falcon said, like, a good relationship will make you more youthful and bring out the best in you, and a bad one will age you prematurely and bring out the worst. So choose wisely.